how to pull a fast one to supersize your business. When you first hear this expression, this idiom, pull a fast one, you might think it means to act quickly, to act fast. And when we're building and growing our businesses, we want to act quickly. We want to be able to make quick decisions and move faster than other people in our field, other people in the competition. We want to meet our customers' needs better, faster, easier, more efficiently, and more effectively. We want to help them solve problems and give them great value better than anybody else does so that they continue to come to us in our business. Now, you might think acting fast is what this idiom means, but it really doesn't. It means to deceive or to mastermind a trick or deception. In the early 1900s, that's what pull a fast one started to mean. And there's a little discrepancy on where exactly it came from. There isn't any real clear connection to its origin, but one source said it came from the English game of cricket, where to pull a fast one meant to bowl a fast pitch in that particular game. Uh, it also could have come from the early 1900s in the, the card, in, I don't know if the card industry or the gambling industry, gambling is definitely an industry, but it came from cards and shuffling cards. And if somebody wanted to cheat or get an advantage, an unfair advantage, or to deceive other players, they might do some tricky things with shuffling, like shuffling from the bottom of the deck or the top of the deck or whatever, however card players cheat at cards. I have no idea. So it either came from the game of cricket or from cards. It doesn't matter. It came to mean to do things in, a, in an underhanded, deceptive, tricky, I would say unethical and maybe immoral way. So think of bait and switch advertising. When people offer something, they offer and they, they announce that they're going to have this great special. You go in to get the thing that they're advertising and oh, lo and behold, it's sold out. Therefore, you have to get the one that's twice as expensive because that's the only next available model that will solve that problem. Mystery representations, um, deceptive advertising, deception in any way, shape, or form, fraud, lying, cheating, stealing, um, over-promising, and under-delivering. One of my most dreaded behaviors in the business world, and I learned it, I learned to not ever do it in one of my corporate jobs. I worked for an organization, and the sales force was the empowered division of that organization and they would the sales vice president and his entire staff would promise customers absolutely anything they asked for anything they asked for yep we can do it we can do it and we can do it in this amount of time but the problem was we didn't even have as a company we were a manufacturing company the technological capability of creating and doing the things that the sales force would promise so that made a big mess for production and quality. I was actually the quality manager, but I spent most of my time troubleshooting and interacting and smoothing over relationships with customers that were dissatisfied and unhappy because we weren't technologically capable of delivering the things that our sales force promised. And ever since then, and even before I thought it felt yucky, I have been an avid believer in under-promising and over-delivering. Always promise what you're 100% confident you can deliver or that you'll figure it out and figure out a way to meet the promises that you make. Otherwise, keep your mouth shut and don't make those promises. Uh, con artists are an example of pulling a fast one. Con artists exist to pull a fast one. And I've only met a couple of con artists in my life and knew they were con artists, but it always reminded me of, of the same my dad told my sisters and I when we were growing up. He said, would say, I never met a con artist I didn't like. Now, he was smart enough and listened to his intuition enough and was wiser than me to never, ever get involved with any con artist. And if I think about it, I've gotten involved with very few con artists in my life, 
but I have gotten taken advantage of in a couple of situations. Now, pull a fast one. Have you ever pulled a fast one? Do you pull a fast one? I got to admit, if I look back over my life when I was a teenager, because, you know, teenagers like to pull fast ones. They like to deceive or mastermind plans or tricks so that they can do what they want to do when they tell their parents they're doing something else. And I guarantee I was guilty of telling my parents I was going to the library or studying with a friend or I was going to go to a sporting event and my friends and I decided we would go and run around or do whatever instead. Guarantee I did that on more than one occasion. I also like to pull a fast one on my granddaughter when I'm trying to convince her that healthy snacks, and I think I've been pretty successful at this, are just as good, if not better, than sugary sweets and treats and snacks like that. They're actually better for you, and they're fun, and they taste good, and they give you more energy. So I uh, like to pull a fast one on my granddaughter sometimes to get her to, to eat and do the things that are good and healthy for her. We do the same thing with exercise and walking and playing instead of you know, sitting in front of a screen and YouTube or some kind of an other uh, device or game just to get her to be more physically active. Is that pulling a fast one? I don't know. If, I, I don't do it to deceive her. I, I want her to have a, a great life. So I would love to know your experience with pulling a fast one or having a, a fast one pulled on you. Now, how do you make sure that you don't fall prey to someone else pulling a fast one on you? A vendor? a supply you know a supplier or a vendor a, a partner somebody that you might partner with to do a project uh, how do you make sure that they're not pulling a fast one on you number one absolutely positively without fail do your homework do some research look into them it's not hard to do a background check or google or look up and make sure that they're actually capable of doing what they say they're going to do uh, and then after you do all your homework after you do some research and look into it Somebody might still look awesome on paper, yet you need to listen to your intuition and check in with some kind of a higher belief system or, or power, your instinct, and go with not only your head and your heart, but your gut, your intuition and your instinct. Every time in the past that I have thought something looked awesome on paper, you know, sometimes things look too good to be true because they are too good to be true. Not always, but sometimes. And sometimes we fall for that and we get so overwhelmed with what seems like an awesome opportunity or an awesome deal, we, we miss some of the key things that are there. But guess what? Our intuition, our gut, our sixth sense always sees those things. And every time I felt like something was the right thing to do and looked good and sounded good, but I had this inkling that there was something wrong or something off every single time and in very big, very bad ways, I have gotten burned by not listening to my intuition. So guess what? Every time I make a business decision nowadays going forward, yep, I do my homework, I do my research, I look into it, I look for testimonials, I find people and call references, I make sure that people are the real deal and that they're, they're not pulling a fast one. And I also listen to my intuition and I'm like, if something feels off, it just means it's not right for me or my business and so I pass. But if, uh, if all things are aligned, then I say yes and we move forward. I recommend that you do the same. Do your homework, but also listen to your sixth sense or, or intuition or whatever you call it, however it shows up for you in your life. Uh, get, you know, ask your team of advisors or your uh, board of directors or something, but don't necessarily uh, be fooled by what we see because as humans, we see what we want to see. We get what we expect because we see what we want to see and we only see that, right? We only see what we want to see. 
Tip, that's our idiom for today. I would love to know your experience with it. Share in the comments below. If there's an idiom you would like to know the meaning of and how you might apply it to your business and growing your business today, ask that in the comments below as well. That's it. Have an awesome day, and I will be with you tomorrow with another interesting idiom. What does it mean? Where does it come from? And how can you use it in your business right now?